Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler, and I'm so happy that you're here. This short segment is meant to be fuel for mastering your life. Today, I want to dive into one of my core operating principles. The first thing that comes to mind there is, what is a core operating principle? It's something that drives my behavior and my actions, and it greatly affects how I show up. So one of my core operating principles is something that I call high commitment, low attachment. So what do I mean by that? And where did it come from? It came from a snowy Christmas day way back in 2004. Rick and I were living in Portland, Oregon, and we decided to take a drive on Christmas day. Now, for some reason, we got it in our heads to drive up Mount Hood towards Lost Lake. It's an absolutely beautiful drive and the views are stunning. However, as we went farther up the mountain, the snow was getting deeper and deeper on the road, and we soon became stuck. I mean, badly stuck. The car wouldn't move, and the snow was up to the bumper. That's how bad it was. Now, to make matters worse, we we didn't have a shovel in the car. For some reason, and I don't know why we had this, but but we had two empty pie pans in the car. And, you know, thank goodness, because those became our shovels. So we kept shoveling in front of the tires, but as soon as we inched the car forward into the new tracks, it would slide right back down. And finally, after this happening a few times, I said, wait, wait a minute. Why do we have to go forward at all? The goal is to get the car turned around so that we can go back down. Why don't we shovel behind the car and create the space to turn around that way? And it worked. And I have to say, side note, it might be the only time ever that my idea in a situation like that actually worked. But I'll take it because it did work. And as we were safely driving back home, I said to Rick, I said, that was a great experience because we both shared a high commitment to getting out of the snowbank, but we didn't get stuck with having an attachment to how we did it. And that's where high commitment, low attachment was born. I think it's one of the reasons that Rick and I work so well together, like on home renovation projects and things like that. We have a shared high commitment, but we are not attached to my way or your way. Instead, we find our way. I don't know about you, but I love home improvement shows. And it is stunning to me how many times the couples will be arguing and it quickly becomes, I'm going to get my way. And it's like, but what if there is actually a better way that you haven't thought of yet? Is it about getting your way or is it about getting a desired outcome? So let's say that I'm having dinner with friends or families at a restaurant. I have, in that case, a high commitment to having a good time. I have a low attachment to what restaurant we go to. If I can find something to eat on the menu, I'm good. My commitment is having a good time with friends or family. And when I'm coaching someone, my commitment is them. 
It's listening to them. It's probing to make important distinctions in what they're saying or thinking. It's about helping them find a way forward. I am not attached to what way forward they choose. That's their choice, not mine. I was recently coaching someone and at the end of a couple of sessions, he said, you know, it's really freeing to talk to you because you show up completely committed to the conversation, but without any judgment whatsoever. And he went on to say, you know, most people, if they do listen, then they want you to take their advice. And he said, I never feel that pressure from you. And that was a great compliment to me. And it is exactly what I want people to feel. So why does it matter, this notion of high commitment, low attachment? I think, in observing as many interactions as I have in my career, our attachment is what trips us up. It leads us to judge or push or lobby for our way. And then we lose sight of what, what the commitment you know, was in the first place. You know, What is the desired outcome? We get to a point where all we want is our way. It doesn't even matter if it's the best way anymore. We just want our way. Now, to be clear, there are times when making a stand for something that is important, that is a hundred percent the right thing to do. But how often is that the case? If we're talking about like, I mean, seriously, does it matter if we go to a Mexican restaurant or an Italian restaurant? They're both good choices. There's good food at both places. One time, I'll never forget, Rick and I were getting ready to paint our main floor of our home. And what we really wanted was a feeling of comfort and a sort of mountain retreat feeling because we, we were living in, in, in Evergreen and it was in the foothills. And I had gone to the store and I brought back some, some color samples that I was totally in love with. I mean, I loved them. And I taped them on the wall and I was so excited to show Rick. And as he looked at them, he said, can we revisit the feeling that we wanted to create? And I told him what I thought we had discussed and he agreed. And he said, I don't know for sure, but I'm just not certain that these colors will get us there. Now, of course, it was a bit of a letdown because, you know, I was excited, but my commitment was the feeling that we wanted for the space. So together, we headed back to the store and we bought several paint samples that we could actually paint up onto the wall to get a better feel. <laughs> That's when we made a startling discovery. We didn't like any of the paint samples, none of them, but there was one color that, that, that was the closest to what we wanted. So back to the paint store we went and that led us to a color that absolutely nailed the feeling that we wanted. And, and we lived with that color for, I don't know, seven years before we moved, and we absolutely loved it. Now, some people might think, man, that's a lot of work. But what are we really talking about here? A couple trips to the store and about five minutes to put the paint up on the wall? I don't know about you, but I'd rather get the color right and then paint once. So here's how to try this out for yourself. And Rick and I still do this with different projects. We start with what's the commitment? What do we jointly want? When we planned our wedding in 2005, we started with that question or with this question. What is the feeling that we want and that we want our guests to have on this day? And then every decision was based on that. We didn't differ very much, but if we did, and I don't remember it, but if we did, we went back to what's the commitment? In 2016, we tackled a massive re renovation of our house. I mean, the first floor, we took it all the way down to the studs. We didn't have a kitchen. We had to put a temporary kitchen down in the basement. And it went on for, I don't know, months. And, and, but before we did anything, before the first hammer was picked up, we started with, what's the commitment? What is our shared vision? 
And when we differed, we went back to that. What's the commitment? Now, both planning a wedding and planning and living through a massive renovation are typically considered stressful events, but both of us kind of felt like they were pretty easy. And not because we're special or that I'm uberly patient, because trust me, I've, I've, I've never been accused of that, but it's because that we keep this operating principle front and center. So try it out for yourself. So that wraps up this episode. I hope you find value in it. Thanks once again for tuning in and for listening. And before you go, if you haven't done it, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.